Hello and welcome to the Who's Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we're going to be discussing the latest episode of Doctor Who, The Lie of the Land. Uh, but first, well, let us say, let, let, but first, um, we've got a bit, a bit more of a normal recording this week, haven't we? You, you're back in the, in the land of the living technology-wise, aren't you? <laughs> I've resurrected one computer, partly. <laughs> So we're not recording via iPhone this week, then. So no, yes, yeah. <laughs> this may not be much better, but it 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 it's the temporary fix to the to hopefully a problem that will be solved by next week. All oh, right, okay. Well, that, let's let's hope it holds out during the during the course of this podcast. Then, so before everything packs up, then let's uh, let's crack on with some news. Um, now, unfortunately, we have to start with some sad news that the actor Peter Salis has died at the age, the grand old age, I should say, of 96. Um, and as you know, uh, for Doctor Who fans should know, he played Penley in uh, the first Ice Warriors story, uh, which was, of course, yes. Patrick Troughton. Um, I think a lot of people obviously know him from a certain age group uh, as Clegg from Last of the Summer Wine. Um, and he played it from the series debut in 1973 until the final story in 2010. Yeah, I was going to say a certain yeah. age group. I think it probably covers most people alive. I think it probably does. Actually, it was in all so, certainly uh, in the UK. Well, certainly, um, but it was in every single one of the two hundred and ninety-five episodes made, which is incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, but of course, Not that there was two hundred ninety. Yes, <laughs> but, but as I say, but of course, to um, a lot of people, he's known as the voice of Wallace um, from Wallace and Gromit as yeah. well. So. Um, He's just one of those people that's always been there, isn't he? Yeah. Peter Salis. Um, it, it's a bit difficult to, to think he's not going to be there. But the, the um, I mean, the other things that he's he's done, like, you know, sort of, um, he's a lot of British films in the 50s and 60s as well. Um, and sort of a couple of Hammer films as well, funny enough. Um, the Curse of the Werewolf, Taste the Blood of Dracula, um, are, are two examples there. Um yeah, it was, it was just I don't think you did, <laughs> I don't think you did much else television-wise because all he did was last the summer wine, wasn't it? <laughs> well, to a certain extent, I suspect that took up a lot of his a lot of his, his time. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, yeah, I mean, what a I mean, what a what a, a sort of a career really, and and so many popular things that he did as well. He just seemed to sort of fall on his feet somewhat, didn't he? Yeah, he really did. But eight ninety-six though, that is that is a a, a great age to. Um, great age to reach. That really is. We we can all we can <laughs> all hope we can get that far. Crikey! It's going to say unless you're ninety five, in which case it seems so young. <laughs> it does. It does. So um, yeah. So it's um, a, a sad day for uh, certainly for us in the UK because I say he's a very very well known actor and very very much liked as well. Yes. So um, anyway, on to some other news, um, and this is kind of sad news as well. Um, during the week, Patrick Ness. Um, has said that um, he won't be writing any more episodes of Class. Um, now, he said that it, it looks unlikely there's going to be a second series made anyway, um, but he said even if there is a season two, he won't be writing any more episodes for it. Um, kind of a shame, really, isn't it? Yeah, it does sort of sound as if, obviously, he's almost taken a view of, well, if you don't want me, I don't want you sort of attitude to it, I think. Yeah, reading between the lines on that saying that you know, if they was going to do it, they'd need to be filming it now so that it'd be able to be out when the next break in Doctor Who is. Well, yes, yeah, and hasn't, they're not. Well, hasn't there been a sort of? Um, I saw a rumor. I don't know if it's a rumor or, or 
there's any factness whatsoever, uh, that they are thinking of having another Doctor Who spin-off show um, to air between series of Doctor Who. Um, I'm beginning to wonder whether they, they, they look on class and think, well, maybe, you know, that's a lesson learnt there, really. If you're going to have a spin-off, it's got to feature someone, like, it's a hook, it's got to have to feature someone from the parent show, like Captain Jack did for Torchwood. Yeah. So it does make you wonder whether they sort of are thinking, yeah, we, we could do another spin-off, it's not going to be class, though. Which which would be a shame, because they, they did set it up on, you know, quite a good cliffhanger. To, to, for another for another series with the weeping yeah, angels, was, you know, it was sort of going somewhere. It's just yeah, it's just it just didn't really get enough of a grip, did it? No, no. Um, but, and it, and it's know. the wire things, isn't it? Now you know you've got six episodes to prove yourself, and if you don't do it, then bye bye, isn't it? Really? It's... Well, yeah. I mean, if you think of things like um, Only Fools and Horses, and it's you know it's not Doctor Who related, but that first series got hardly any viewers at all but the BBC right. had, had faith in it and look what the, what that turned into was that an absolute sort of behemoth of, of a show wasn't it and, and still yeah. very much popular to this very day so um, that, right, that's, that's what if happens someone came, you know? if someone had come along with the idea of Doctor Who now mm. would it really would it get past this a first series it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Because, I don't know, the BBC always say, you know, that they're not ratings-driven, which I think is a, a, a bit of a, a white lie, to be honest. Well, the, I, the, the problem they've got is, if they, whenever they're accused of anything or the licence fee comes up to question, mm. then they seem to get hit with the, the, the shows that have failed. Yeah. So while they haven't got a... As in, you'd say, like, an ITV is ratings-driven because they've got to get sponsors in, so they've got to show that spon- the sponsors that this show's popular yeah. and they can get the money in. The BBC sort of are as well because they've got to justify the licence fee now. Well, they have, but they still keep taking it anyway. Yeah, well, no, yeah. But, 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 yeah, to be able to keep taking it. I mean, I suspect sooner or later it is going to come up for a major review that's going to want to get rid of it. Oh, it will do. Well, if this current government stays in, then possibly that that is that is highly likely. Is it? Even though it seems to have dropped um, of, of late, hasn't it? That sort of sort of off the table for the time being. But you don't know what's going to happen when a new parliament takes over. Yeah, you know, so. and they're looking to save money and they because of Brexit and whatever else. Yeah, yeah, I, I can I can see it becoming back under. The microscope, and that will be a shame because the, I think the BBC can do is deal with stuff. I mean, the BBC's lost all its sport, for instance, because it mm. can't. It can't compete it. exactly. No. So, so to say, say it's not driven by ratings. Yes, it is to a certain extent. It has to be, unfortunately. Yes, it does. It does. It's such a shame. It's such a shame that they're not allowed to. But I think there's also a, um, a you know, sort of a culture in the BBC at the moment, but they're very, very reluctant to want to take chances. On mm. anything, um, I mean, if you think back, I mean, I mean, it's a cliche, but things like Monty Python. I yeah. mean, I mean, that got a sort of very muted response <laughs> to to begin with, but the BBC stuck with it. Would they even get as far as being commissioned now? I think it's one of the things no. that, that you know that John Cleese always said it would not get commissioned now. There's no. nobody willing to um, take a chance and let people make TV programs, and now it's all focus groups and 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 loads of producers. 
um, all having an input in it, and you can't say this and you can't say that, and you're going to offend these people, you're going to offend those people, and um, it, 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 I can imagine so it's, 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 it's kind TV of stifling for the lowest common denominator, isn't it? It is, it is, um, and unfortunately, in the, in the days of sort of like, I know we go way off topic here, but um, you know, the, the days of um, sort of social media, it's very, very quick to to criticise and one wrong word, it spreads like wildfire. Yeah. You know, so yeah. and everybody's on your case, and unfortunately, I think that's what the BBC are, are scared of. Mm. You know, so and, and, and other program, mate, other channels. It's not just the BBC. You know, so yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, anyway, that, <laughs> we're not going to put that to rights in this podcast. But we we'll just say it's a shame that Patrick Ness has called a time on class, so it's looking even more unlikely now. There is going to be that second series. Yeah. Um, now. Um, Actually, I'm bringing up another bit of news that we sort of found late, actually, or just remembered late, actually. Um, if everyone could cast their minds back before Pearl Mackie was cast as Bill for this series of Doctor Who, um, there were some other actresses, um, if, if that's still the, the right term, I don't know, um, who were sort of like rumoured to be take, you know, to be the new Doctor's companion, or Doctor's new companion, I should say. And one of them was um, an actress called Raki Thakra, um, who plays Shabnam Masood in EastEnders. And I think we we spoke about it at the time, didn't we? Yes. I seem, I seem to remember. Um, well, as it turns out, she has been cast as a companion in Doctor Who. Um, but for Big Finish, instead, she's going to be joining um, Paul McGann, um, during because they're up to the time war now for the for the eighth Doctor, so she's going to be a companion there. A character called Bliss, um, who's a she plays basically a scientist. Hmm. That's that's all we know. So um, yeah, so he's, he says here the eighth Doctor's found a new friend who knows how to blow up a Dalek. Hmm, sounds interesting. Actually. Yes, there you go, there you go. So um, at the moment, I, I mean, I I don't watch a lot of, of, of um, EastEnders. Uh, when she was, I did see the odd thing. You know when she was in it, and she's quite a good actress, actually. Again, if I'm using if I'm using the wrong term, then I do apologise. But um, yeah, she she was very very good. So I've got sort of high hopes. I, I have no. You have no idea whatsoever. No idea whatsoever. No, no I do have high <laughs> hopes actually because she's she's very very good. Um, so um, maybe one day we'll, we'll get back to reviewing some big finish. Who knows? Yes. There's so many things to do. Um, right now, next in the news, something was sort of quite, um, sort of, sort of quite, sort of fortuitous, really, because the um, as we know, next week's episode of Doctor Who is uh, is the return of the Ice Warriors. Um, now, last week, um, it was found that not an original 1967 Ice Warrior um, helmet was found and has been preserved. Now, um, this is the one of the Ice Warrior masks that's the the ones that look slightly odd. It's it's the really big head ones, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um and it's been used in quite a few uh, I think I think all the Ice Warrior stories, um, up until the Monster of Peladon this mask was used. Um and there's a full report of the restoration, um, which was done by Mark Tucker. Um it, it, there's an interview of this in the Doc Two magazine, um, issue five one three. Um but I say it, it, it does look in it did look in really tatty state, didn't it? Before he um, got his hands on it. If you look at the photos, yeah, um, yeah. it's sort of like the colours were matched for age with layers of um, silver paint added for an exhibition removed. Why the hell were they painted silver? I don't know. I think it was just the eyes bit, wasn't it? I suppose I don't know. Yeah, they I don't know why that they... looked. 
that looks more scary or something. I don't know. That's this. Why would you do that? I really don't know. But um... people watching it in black and white thought it was silver. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was found by uh, someone called um, or something called Toy Box Treasures. Um, and it's sort of quite. I mean, I, I don't know if there's. I've heard somewhere else they found an original Dalek as well. I don't know if it's the same people that's that's um, sort of being restored. Uh, but I mean, it's it's great. These things are still sort of popping up here and there. Actually, it's. I mean, I mean the the, the restoration job is really really well done. Um, it's just it's just a sh- just a shame it was it was one of the ones that didn't look quite right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, it's actually yeah. As you say, the timing's quite. Because if you then take the fact that I we've got the Ice Warriors coming up, and we've just had the as we said the unfortunate news of Peter Salas, Peter Salas as well, indeed, yes. Sorry, I didn't make the connection there actually, but uh, yeah, it is um, sort of quite a good timing for in that, in that respect. Yes. So um, I don't know where it's going to be um, if it's going to go on display at the sort of Doctor exhibition while it lasts. Um, that that can't be open for much longer now, can? And I still never got there either. Right. Still never got there. I don't think I ever will now. It's a shame. Can uh, I just put it in a block of ice? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, and we could we can dig it up in a thousand years or something. That'd be good. Mm. That'd be good. Okay, everybody. So that's really it for the news. But of course, as usual, we've got time for Omega Stats Corner. <laughs> Okay, everyone, so the Lie of the Land overnight viewing figures are in, and it had an estimated audience of 3.1 million viewers, which was a 15% share of the total TV audience. Um, That is quite a way down, but but, um, that's because it was up directly against Britain's Got Talent. And 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 it was the final final as well, exactly. Um, As soon as they announced they were doing that, I think, didn't they... um, change didn't Britain's Got Talent change because they weren't showing the soap awards they got shunted back night because of the the Manchester concert or something well no the Manchester concert was on the the final was supposed to be on the Sunday that's right the Manchester yeah. concert was on the Sunday, Sunday and yeah. they didn't want to put it up against ITV no. didn't want to put it up against the so they swapped the, the Manchester s- concert so yeah. they brought it forward to the Saturday yeah because the soap awards were supposed to be live on Saturday so that yeah. instead of the recording of that is going out uh, tonight as we record on the Tuesday night, actually. So I think it's going out tonight yeah. instead. So, um, yeah. So it was it was always going to struggle. It was always going yes. to struggle. Um, so no 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 surprises there, really. Um, however, the AI for Lie the Land had a score of 82. Yes. Which is still quite good. It, it's still in the ballpark of where they've been, hasn't it? It I mean, is, it's... yeah. It is. Um it, unfortunately, the highest score for the evening on the two main channels was for Mrs. Brown's Boys, which scored 85. Because we sang about lowest common denominator. <laughs> <laughs> what goes around comes around, you see? See, people think we just make this up as we go along, but it's, it's all cyclical, isn't it? It's all there. It's all mixed together. <laughs> that, that's what's keeping your licence money coming in for Doctor <laughs> Who is... Mrs. Brown's Boys, I have to say. <laughs> lose that and we lose Doctor Who. Oh, God. Well, I thought we had lost Doctor Who after after um, the, the one and only series of Don't Scare the Hair all those years ago. So, <laughs> see, the BBC just aren't willing to take a chance anymore and find an audience, <laughs> are they? <laughs> right now, the um, the official ratings um, for the Pyramids at the End of the World um, 
Now that got a final figure of 5.79 million viewers, which made it the 14th most watched program of the week. Um, which yeah. which is up really, isn't it? I think, or where it was on the official ratings for the last time we looked at official yes. ratings, it was at twenty something, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and the fact is, it is only now behind the soaps, and Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, yeah. In terms of what's there. Yeah, I mean, and there's been a lot of discussion re- recently about, you know, is, is it really, is it, you know, are official overnight viewing figures worth anything? Does it mean anything at all? Because people do watch um, TV in different ways. Um, I suppose in the grand scheme of things, no, it doesn't. You know, um, is it, this is trying to gloss over the fact that that was the lowest overnight figures for Doctor Whoever, wasn't it? This it was, yes, it certainly was. I'm glossing over that, indeed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I still think that they can't quite get the timings right for, for Doctor Who. If it's in the autumn, it, they seem to put it on too late, as they've done for the last couple of years. This year, it's back in the spring where they think it gets its highest, its highest viewing figures. That hasn't worked either. Um, I think right. it is just the case of people don't watch television live that much anymore, unless it's uh, something like Britain's Got Talent where you're voting. I reckon if they did a vote uh, each yeah. week for Doctor, the people would soon be tuning in. Mm. It probably would be, yeah. Some, some, if there was something in there that obviously you had to vote for, and then yeah, I'm sure they would, yeah, yeah. But it's just it just is. I mean, if you if you're gonna if you if you want to watch two programs and one of them's live and got a vote in you're going to watch that one as the live one and you're going to watch the other one as the record yeah i play later aren't you so yeah you will not... you will yeah that's that's always going to be oh, whatever way. interesting when you see these stats i don't know if it's just me hmm. but you sort of think episodes of emmerdale during the week there's about what five or six episodes yeah and there's various of over a million between them and you're thinking, do these people just watch a couple of episodes? How, how do you watch just a couple of episodes of something that's a... <laughs> yeah, if you're watching a soap, it means you have to pre- pretty much keep up with it, don't you? Yeah. 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 But, so you'd think, you'd think the figures for that over a week would be pretty stable. Well, you would have thought. You would have thought, no. but no. evidently no. not. <laughs> no. no, I don't know how that works. No, me neither. Me neither. Okay, everyone, so that is really it for for the stats, and that's it for the news. So coming up next is our review of The Lie of the Land, and, of course, your your feedback as well. So for another week, then, that was the news. Right then, everybody, it's time to talk about the lie of the land. I woke up and the monks were here and they've always been here. All that we believe now is a lie. I want to speak to her. All you have to do is find whoever opened the door to the monks and just kill them. I'm sorry your plus one doesn't get a happy ending. All anyone's seen of the Doctor in the last six months are those broadcasts he does. I have joined the monks. And before we uh, get cracking on what we thought, let's hear what everyone at home thought. And we've got quite a bit of feedback on this one, so it appears to have um, sort of <laughs> got everyone's sort of <laughs> opinions flowing. So first of all, we'll kick off with some short Twitter feedback. Um, first up, we have from the Theta Sigma podcast. Um, they say, so much potential, so little of it achieved. The silence by another name, another fake regeneration, and a showrunner devoid of fresh ideas. So, um, okay, so I think, <laughs> this might be setting the trend here, Paul. Um, 
next up we have uh, Benny1971. Um, they say, for me it was too reminiscent of The Last of the Time Lords. Or but more enjoyable, it's taken three seasons, but I now get Capaldi's Doctor. And uh, last bit of Twitter feedback, as Elbait No One says, I find contemporary analysis of humanity reminding viewers old and new of the basics of totalitarianism, but fake regen used to ill effect. Okay. Mm. Mm. Now, okay, on to our Facebook uh, feedback. And first we have Jeff Waddle. And Jeff says, one great episode, one good episode, one remake of Martha's Journey. The missing year does not a good trilogy make. Thank you, Jeff. Next up, Ian Thomas McLean. Um, Ian says, very quick, uh, great ideas. This could have been a three-parter itself. Um, it was a very big finish, like, but again, big finish done better. Um, I've done this better. Uh, Bill was good, 8 out of 10. Um, honestly, this three-parter didn't need to happen so close. It's like a girl who died, woman who lived. If the gap was a series or two, it would have at least had some impact. Uh, not that Extremist or Pyramid really did anything. Okay. Um, Next up, we have Suki Kark. Hi, Suki. Uh, Suki writes, I've sat at my laptop for the past 10 minutes trying to write an opening sentence for my opinion on the episode. Each time I've written something, I look at it and decide it's not good enough and then I delete it. I wish Toby Whithouse had done the same. There were some good points, such as the whole double bluff of the Doctor having gone to the side of the monks and the excellent Matt Lucas as Nardole. The idea that the monks were controlling everybody through mind control was interesting, and some of the suggestions that the Doctor would pass when he took over were funny. But there was no tension and no build-up of excitement. If the shooting of the Doctor by Bill and the regeneration hadn't already been in the trailers, then that could have been an eye-bulging, fingernail-biting moment. When Bill decides to take on the monks and try to assert her own memories, that should have been a season-ending wow moment, but it seemed a, a damp squib. I can't blame the performances, but the direction of the episode was the main problem. I like the look of Mark Gatiss's episode next week. Okay, thank you, Suki. Next, we have Martin Havel from the Bad Wolf podcast, a friend of the show. Martin writes, in my opinion, the first real clunker of the series. It was New Who's greatest hits, like watching an awful, awful pub cover band of an awful pub cover band. Apart from looking cool in the trailer and causing fans, fans to speculate, just what was the reason for the regeneration fake-out? I know the Doctor offered one, but as Bill has never seen regeneration before, it didn't make any sense. Had he been fooling Clara, I could go with it. Also, the Doctor can use regeneration energy to fix River's hand, heal Davros, and fake re regeneration whenever he wants, but he can't heal his own eyes. Okay, thank you, Martin. And lastly, we have um, John Michael Lindsay. Hi, John Michael. Uh, John Michael says, This was a mixed bag of an episode for me. Last week's was certainly the weakest of the three, so although a nice typical deception from Moffat, it seemed to wrap up too neatly and quickly. I agree with Martin's comment about the waste of the regeneration energy meaning nothing. If he can do this, surely he could have done that to recover his own sight earlier, although I know that was the writer's plot device. It was okay, but I'm looking forward to next week's story much more. Okay, thank you everybody for um, for writing in, and it all seemed to follow follow a theme there, didn't it? Yes, a lot of a lot of disappointed punters out there. Are we going to think the same, Paul? It's your turn to kick things off. I'd love to say oh, I love this episode just to fly in the face, but no, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's the problem. <laughs> 
I don't dislike it as much as last week. So, so there, there we are. There's the faint praise. Yeah, damning with faint praise. Yes, um, yes. I think actually, seeing as we brought it up in the thing, the, the two bits actually that annoyed me most in this one, yeah, were a Bill shooting the Doctor. Yep. I'm not sure under what circumstances the Doctor would normally think someone being shot was a good idea and be pleased that it happened. That he'd driven a companion to doing that. Yeah. Seemed yeah. to be odd. That, that, that he'd drive a companion to shoot anybody, let mm. alone himself. That's the kind of thing Clara would have slapped him for. Yes. Isn't it, really? Um, and, and so it, then be pleased that she did it seemed to be rather... An odd reaction for the Doctor. Yes, yes. Now, while we're on the subject of that particular scene, um, the regeneration. This is get this out of the way now. Yeah, yeah. This, this is this is this is the next bit. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I I t- I too agree with Martin on this. Um, yeah. It seemed to be completely there for the trailers. Yeah. Yeah, to to sow the seeds of doubt in the audience's mind. Um, this, this, this 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 was. One of those things where, where though either we get the coming soon in Doctor Who, you know, the, mm. the early trailer, where we either get a regeneration scene or a kiss. <laughs> we seem yes. to have lost the kiss bit here. Obviously, whether they feel Capaldi's too old to be doing that, I don't know. Probably too old to be doing that. I don't know. But yeah, so so we get a regeneration, a fake regeneration scene. Yeah, yeah, I, I. I'm of the same opinion. Um, as everyone says there, it doesn't make any sense that he, he he wouldn't or couldn't use regeneration energy to heal his eyes. Yeah. It was just a plot device, as it turns out, uh, which is a shame, really. It was never... Um, I think my, my problem with this week's one, um, I, I'm going to say is I can't fault any of the performances. I think it's like what John Michael yeah. said um, as well. Uh, I, I can't fault the performances. The scene... Uh, with Bill and her mum was really well acted because it was basically um, Pearl Mackie talking to herself, yeah, which I thought was excellent, and also a reaction to the Doctor when she when he uh, she thought he he sort of turned to the dark side, as it were, which I thought yeah. was very very well acted. Um, it was just the payoff to that, as you as you said, forcing a companion to to shoot him. Um, when when would the Doctor ever do that? Yeah, I want a companion to do that. Yeah. To, 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 to shoot anybody in anger. Yeah. Let alone him. And, and yeah, the, the whole thing about the... As Mike said, she doesn't know what a regeneration is. So what, that didn't mean anything. That shouldn't have meant anything to Bill. Well, even... I mean, well, no, it, it, it should have done. complete waste. Well, not only that, surely the reaction should have been, what the hell just happened there? Yeah. You know, um, it just didn't... It just didn't add up at all that bit. Um, and, the I, only and, and I really way, am not being picky here at all. I did think that was that yeah. was a big problem. I really did. The only the only way this can make sense as a scene, yeah, is when we do get to the regeneration scene, which we know is coming. Yes. Bill thinks he's joking. Then. Uh, it could be. That's the only way it could pay off, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, the only way it can actually right. mean anything. Yeah. Um, but I can't necessarily see that is going to be what's going to happen. Well, no, I can't either. To be honest, I, I, well, it might. Maybe it is. Maybe this is. Maybe this is the the grand plan. I mean, Moffat doesn't usually do stuff for no reason. Um, oh, but, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. 
to, to throw something yeah. out. Like I say, I think it was done. I have this nasty suspicion it was done purely to put in trailers. I'm hoping. I'm hoping our cynicism is is misplaced. There, because we all we all know that there's a regeneration scene coming. I'm sorry for spoilers to people who haven't, <laughs> haven't ever switched on the TV. Li- or the, living in a cave for the last two years, yeah. <laughs> the internet over the last year, yeah, two years or so. But um, we all know it's coming, and it's almost as if he's put it there to say, "Yes, here it is." Mm. And no, not necessarily. So yeah, taking it again. Yeah, um, I I agree with you. Where this episode really worked are the tighter, smaller scenes. Yes. Um, basically, everything in uh, Bill's flat worked with her mum, and then with Nardal worked. Yes, I was, I was about to say the Nardal scene. Actually, we were saying it like a political powder, Nardal. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that really did work, and it was just sort of she was so pleased to see him. Then that sort of punch on the arm. Yeah. Um, which I thought, which I thought was just really, really, it's a nice little scene. I just, I just really liked it. I thought it was quite a nice, sweet little scene, actually. Um, yeah. And also at the end, when she goes to sort of sacrifice herself, and sort of, um, she sort of, her and Nardo hug. Um, yeah. And I, I'm just sort of glad that the the two of them are now seeing eye to eye, because there was a Nardo didn't like her presence there at all, did he? No. Really, because it was distracting the doctor from his, from his from you know from the task in hand. So I'm I'm sort of kind of glad that Nardole's got over that, and you know sort of trust Bill now. So yeah. I'm, I'm really liking that actually. Um, yeah, I'm so- o- yeah. Go on, sorry. Yeah. And the other scene that worked, I think, for me, and surprising to myself, <laughs> uh, were the ones with Missy. Yes, um, because under- again, underplayed. It was underplayed. Yes, and you got you felt a very truthful performance. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I really did quite like it. Do you think Missy has repented, or do you think this is just a, a, another bluff? Um, we have no idea. I mean, it could well be that this is this is obviously. I mean, we know also again spoilers to people. Yeah, um, we know what's coming as well here, don't we? Yeah, with her. And the master. So, whether her repenting is is to create that friction with her former self, it could be. It'd give it a because I mean, because we've said, didn't we, that we just couldn't work out how they would both of them together being manic and it'll evil. Be t- it'd be too much. Would be too much. So mm. this may be the way around it. You get yeah. her to be a bit more calm and repenting, and him. Well, I know sort still of, then be manic. I know there's sort of theories going around. It, it's actually Missy that causes the master to regenerate into Missy. Yeah. So, um, what, what they call it? That it was almost like a. I was going say it was almost like a bootstrap paradox, really, um, in it to a certain degree. So, um, I, I'm I'm sort of kind of behind that theory, to be honest. Hmm. I, don't, I don't mind that as one of the. It's, it it kind of makes sense, and it, it does make sense um, now. For Missy to do that to, to get to the point she is now, is which is to yeah. say goodbye to her old way. So, yeah, yeah, maybe that's what's going to happen. Who knows? But 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 it was done in such a good way, especially the the early part where she's telling them how she defeated the monks in the past, mm. and you get and you get the the little musical interlude to highlight the yes. the mood. <laughs> 
It's quite good. Now, um, actually, now you've you've touched on something I was going to raise. Actually, um, the the way to defeat the monks was to kill the link. Yes. Yeah, and it's obviously the monks know that this will happen. But if the link if the link is severed, uh, or or there's no like bloodline, they don't have any children, then the link can't can't be passed down from generation to generation. So they can't control the planet and, and control the population. So they just up sticks and go. And as Missy said, they put it down to experience. Yeah. If they know that will be the end of them. Surely why isn't the person is links locked up somewhere. Exactly. So? Why why isn't Bill locked up on the ship rather than the Doctor? Yeah. It that that bit just didn't add up at all, really. It just seemed a bit of a, a bit sloppy, plot wise or, or script wise. That didn't make any sense. If that if that was the, if that's their Achilles heel, if and, and they knew that was their Achilles heel, why didn't they do something about it? And even when that they they looked, one of them looked Bill in the eye. Didn't register who it was. No, they were trying to make you think they were sort, but they, it came to nothing. And I think that's that's one of my problems. This it came to nothing. Who were the monks? Why were they doing it? Why were they taking that form? That was never addressed. Well, so far, so far, I know. It it does sort of leave enough open for the, the, them to be back, yeah, doesn't the, it? There's the whole sideman thing, but the thing is, the monks barely featured in this at all. They they no. were they were no threat whatsoever. All the yeah, way from being this. from being all powerful in the first two episodes, they 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 really were a bit weak and yeah, whatever they. Well, actually, for for people who see everything coming, they was taken completely by surprise. Yes, they were. They were. So yeah, and then when they were attacked, they didn't have a an answer to it no so yeah very odd i mean even to the point of how long were they in that chamber with the with the other monk trying to change the signal before without anybody trying to stop them yeah again there's just so many questions left unanswered and i I just got a funny feeling maybe we won't get answers to this um I, i don't think this was uh toby whithouse's best script by a long by a long shot yeah, to be and, and, I, I really and, don't, and I think he was he was actually recycling ideas because the whole thing of the, um, the all the like population seeing flashes of the um, of the monks and, and truth and, and all that sort of thing coming up. Um, it was almost like the god complex. Yeah, you know when when each person sort of went over or sort of surrendered themselves. It's, it's, it's the same sort of thing. It was all mind control. There was they surrendered themselves over. Um, yeah, all it needed to be saying there was praise them, didn't it? Yes, <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It really was. Um, yeah, I, I, mm, I didn't like this one at all, to be honest. Um, I, so I think someone else had last of the Time Lords. It was like Martha's Journey, <laughs> yeah. really, to a certain degree. Um, I know it's meant to be a play on nineteen eighty four with the memory police thing, sort of the thought police. Um, yeah, I mean, you should have just stuck to that, really. Yeah, you know, if you, uh, it actually, actually, sort of. Another thing that actually sort of just, I really buy the buy. What yeah. time is this supposed to be set? Because did the monks get rid of the person who invented the LED television? <laughs> I noticed that TV in you were talking about the TV Missy's cell. Well, there's that. Well, the TV that they was watching, the family was watching 
at the beginning when the woman's when the soldiers break in and oh, take I, the woman away I changing history that was uh an old crt tv i'm sure some of the i'm sure i've got a funny feeling the ones in the magpie shop were <laughs> old ones as well because i started to watch this and i said to myself is this set in a different time well, obviously, because Magpie got killed in the 1950s, so obviously the technology yeah. ne- never went any further. Further. Yeah. <laughs> we never got past the cathode ray tube. <laughs> he, he obviously was the inventor of the LED, LCD TV. Well, ob- <laughs> well, ob- well, obviously, the monks wanted the LCD TVs for inside the pyramid, didn't they, at the end? So that's, <laughs> that's, that's where they yeah. all went. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh I mean, another thing that I, I couldn't quite figure out, why was the Doctor doing the propaganda messages as well? Um, because what his actions were causing people to be killed. Yeah. I, 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 a sense of biding time, but why? But why? Yeah. Um, I, but, suppose, I, suppose, I suppose biding time to while he deprogrammed the soldiers, mm. maybe. And waiting for to be a for Nardal to find him first, and then to go and get Bill. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, but I don't know. It just didn't. It just the whole thing that the doctor sort of putting out those messages on behalf of the monks, which which resulted in people being turned in and executed. Uh, didn't that that that's not the doctor? I'm sorry. No. Even if he was sort of playing along with it, he he would not have people killed. Like yeah. that, he just wouldn't, um, and I do have I do have a, a, a big a, a big problem with that. Um, I know the doctor. I'm not saying you know against the doctor killing, but the doctor has killed people, um, and I've got no, I've got I've, I've, I've got, I mean, I mean, got any problem with that. But he, he's never he's never sort of indirect or, or deliberately had innocent people killed. The people he's killed have always been the bad yeah. guys, you yeah. know. So um, he's he's never sort of gone out of his way to deliberately. Um, Sort of kill innocent people. Yeah, or, or to help in the or to help in the killing of innocent people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it it was consistent with the idea that he was he had joined them because there was going to be some better life for humanity if they, you know, mm. embraced the monks or whatever. But yeah, not quite. No, even it was nineteen eighty four. Even down to the boiler suits they were all wearing. Yeah. So you know, um, but so I must admit, there was even a little part of me last um, week after watching last week's, and we was going to move on to this. Yeah, we'd seen the trailer. So was the was was the monks going to be a bit sort of uh, childhood's end sort of thing? Well, it. Yeah, and I, sort of, I almost like sort of hoped that it might have been that, but no, they were the bad guys. They and it were, was. yeah, yeah. He didn't. As I say, they didn't, had to be defeated. Now, I was going to say, as we've now seen all three parts of this three-parter, um, do you think this works as a trilogy story, one after the other? No, because I think actually the problem it's got is the best one is the first one. Yeah, and I think the other two are disappointments following that. Well, I, so... I, I I think all three are disjointed, terribly disjointed to even be considered um, a trilogy, or well, not a trilogy. It's a three-part story. 
Yeah. Right? It's not a trilogy of films, or you know, um, it's a three-part story, and it doesn't work. If if the second part, second third parts are carried on directly from where the first episode left off, then fine. It it it, it would have been brilliant with the whole thing with, with the simulated worlds and all that kind of thing. Um, but the whole simulation thing just wasn't mentioned again. There, you, well, you, you would have thought, because it was made, such a big thing was made about it, I was sort of thinking maybe the Doctor was going to lead them into a trap, and what they'd actually taken was a simulation. Yeah. But it, it just came it came to nothing. He was armed with that knowledge, and it came to nothing. You know, so... Um, and I think after sort of, you know, last week's one, it was like, oh, six months later. Yeah. You know, um, you didn't see what happened in, you know, in between, and how many other people were. So, you, okay, you saw the the, um, the family at the beginning, and the mother of the family was like, they've only been here six months. So the the rubbers like Bill, but you you would have thought that that six month thing there would have been some sort of. To my mind, if I if I was writing the if I was writing the story, arc at me. Um, but I would have had some sort of underground... Because they just uh, got a professional in, eh? <laughs> well, exactly. Well, no, you, you could have had like an invasion of the body snatchers sort of thing going on there. Yeah. With this this sort of underground network of people doubting what, what's going on and not and refusing to, you know, fall in with, with the masses sort of thing, not not to be taken over. So I think they could have done that rather than... A, I mean, OK, I suppose you could say Zygons is like invasion of the body snatchers to a certain degree. But um, I think the whole... You really could have played out the paranoia in this. Who do you trust? Yeah, you know. So it just yeah, it, it, it's just disappointing. It just was. You just get the feeling that the whole part of this story was built on the idea of a race that simulated. Yeah, what happens, and that was that was the idea, and the rest was just cobbled together to give that episode an ending. Yeah. It does seem to be that way, doesn't it? I mean, we, we, I mean, we could be missing loads. It could be leading up to the the finale, and it's all going to tie together. But but taken as is, it, it doesn't work, and there are too many loose ends for me. And it's just a, it's too much reaching in in this episode. In the last in the last two episodes, there's just been too much that you sat there and thought, I don't honestly, I can't just ignore that. No, no. I mean, I mean, there's been certain things up until this three-parter that I, I have ignored just because I've enjoyed the episode so much. Yeah, you know, um, Basically, it's just the question of. I mean, there's there's somewhere you just can watch an episode and it's only sometime later you suddenly think, oh, but that couldn't have worked. Mm. But it didn't actually spoil the enjoyment of the episode while it was going on. No, and in this, I've had two in both last week and this week. I've had instances where I've just sort of then spent. Ten minutes after the set, after a scene, just sitting there going, I still don't believe that. <laughs> no, no, exactly. I, I just there was so much uh, I, I couldn't. Well, not couldn't, but I wasn't willing to ignore. I yeah. think, I think actually, I, I, I thought, well, no, this, this, this deserves to be better. If, if you know, it, we're, we're we're back to the, oh, I don't know, sort of like the sloppy scripting again. You know, they don't, and, they don't have to do. Have to do like the standalone episodes. This series have been fantastic. Yeah, and it always seems to be, and it's re, it's a repeating pattern that they it always falls apart when they try and do a two parter. And I think they've overreached them. Certainly, overreached themselves with a three parter this time. 
Uh, well, and, and particularly the the thing that actually I've never liked in the two passes is the fact, or three passes in this case, is when you get the which New Who does tend to do is the six months later or one year later. Yeah, it just, just doesn't seem to ever work for me. No, I um, I'll try. I mean, to... we, we we said in the in the opening episode the pilot how well they covered the passing of time. Mm. We've hit with Bill and the Doctor getting to know each other. Yeah, yeah, and it didn't feel forced. Yeah, the the, the passing of time just feels uh, quite was ahead in this. Well, yeah, but... someone said in the feedback it was rushed. The whole thing yeah. was rushed, and and if you've got a three part, so this this is the problem with this story. It was actually three separate stories, sort of linked and and sort of sold to us as a three parter, and it wasn't by any stretch of the imagination. Um, the empty child and the doctor dances. That's a two parter, and that's the probably yeah. one of the few examples I can think of since um, Doctor Who came back in two thousand and five, where they've got the whole two parter thing right. It ended on a cliffhanger, and that cliffhanger was resolved properly the following week. Yeah, Satan Pit as well. Yes, that was the other Super one, of course. Yeah, worked. yeah. Uh, main, mainly because it all happens in time. It yeah. all happens in it's it's, it's, a, it's a story that just happens to have a week in between. <laughs> yeah, uh, but a cliffhanger and a week in between, rather than you you suddenly jump to somewhere else and you're. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I think the whole six months later thing, it's a, it's a very, very lazy plot device. Yeah. I think, really, because you, you don't have to account for that time. You don't no. have to, you don't, you know, um, you don't have to explain what's happened, what's happened, you know. Um, as you said, in real time, you have to. Yeah. And I think it just makes for a tighter plot. I really do. And I just I just think this was too loose and, and, and sloppy, really. And I, and I feel terrible for saying that. I really do. And I hate I hate sort of ragging on Doctor Who like this. And it really I mean and and as we've said before, Doctor Who really has a problem when it has the the big tries to have the really big stories. It works better when it's Confined. Well, exactly. I think that's why it's worked so well up until this point. Um, this 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 series because it has been very small, contained, and personal stories. Yeah, with not very many characters in. I'm not saying there are many characters in this either, but it, it was the whole, the the overarching plot. Um, it, it just didn't work. No, it didn't. Not for me. I mean, I, I dare say those people out there really enjoy the hell out of this. Um, and fair play to them. And you just accepted it for what it was, and you enjoyed it. Fair play to you, um, but unfortunately, I just had a lot of problems with it. I really did, and I, and I think that the best line in in this story was "You appalling hair." Yeah, that that was it when the doctor called out at the end. Um, that that I mean, was I it. Agree, agree with the feedback we had that it might have even been a bit interesting if you'd have had the first episode. Yeah, that ends with the doctor. Then then you just. Go on. We have something else. We have the uh, Ice Warriors story next, mm. and then we get at some point a couple of stories later. We suddenly get a pyramid, a story that starts with a pyramid appearing. Yeah, and the, and the monks are back. Yeah, yeah. Might have made a bit more of a. You might have actually thrown yourself into the story a bit more then, because it yeah. had been oh yeah. I was wondering when this, when this was going to happen. Yeah, you know, and been a bit more wary. But you just sort of. It was just a bit. When's this story going to end? I don't know who's going to start. 
<laughs> well, next week's one looks certainly interesting. Victorian soldiers on Mars. So, um, yeah. that, it sounds I, I, interesting. I mean, you know, it, it's not, and I'm not a new, you know, it's not like I'm just a a new who, who audience here. I mean, we know, quite happy to watch the whole of Inferno or yeah. the War Games even, you know, yeah. without... Without getting bored with those, as I, I am. I said, without going to the toilet. <laughs> without going to the toilet. Yeah. A pilot's friend is always handy. <laughs> oh, I've got my, <laughs> I've got my special Doctor Who commodes that I ordered off of Amazon to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Well, I, I, I must admit. I, I haven't got really much else to say, um, and unfortunately, what I did say was was negative. Really, I mean, I mean, the, I mean you know, the the smaller scenes were great. Don't yeah. get me wrong; oh, they they were oh, yeah. great. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm interested. What's come out of this story is I'm interested to see the. I'm actually interested to see Missy again, which I never thought I'd ever. No, seen. me neither. Actually, um, um, I, I don't know if she's going to going to appear in next week's one or not, but again, if if they use the characters sparingly and keep yeah. up the whole. Is is Missy changing her ways? Um, yeah, I, I think I, I will probably enjoy the character more than I have done previously. You know, and yeah, and just just the toned down a bit. Did wasn't any less threatening for being toned down. No, you there know, was always there was always that ca- undercurrent. Cas- you know, the casual life threw her into a volcano, sort of. You yeah, know, yeah, exactly. That was her. That a bit dramatic. No, it was just so casual. I, I just did this, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. As an everyday thing. But. Yes, it was. It was. So, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm looking forward to next week's one's um, episode, but next week's one's episode. That didn't make a lick of sense, but there you are. It's late. No. Um, so, <laughs> so um, but yeah, I, I think, I, I mean, have you got anything else to say on, on this one? Because I think I've, I've run out of no, not really. stuff, really. Um, you know, it's... I, I am, yeah. It's just a question of, right, okay. Now, 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 we, now we can, hopefully we can start again. Yes. Indeed, we can move on. We can move on. So there we go. You're not going to find the monks win every episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no, please. Oh, dear. Well, there you go, folks. Unfortunately, two two episodes on the bounce that we didn't enjoy. So I'm, I'm kind of gutted because I was really hoping I was going to love every single episode of this series because it was yeah. su- it was such been such a strong opening. Um, maybe we just put this down to, to mid-series um, sort of flag a little bit, and maybe it'll pick up again in the latter half of the series. Who knows? Who knows? You just, you just wonder whether whether Moffat did just think to himself, you know what? I'd just like to do one really three-parter. Yeah, and really, but to do but, that, you've got to have a strong idea and a strong script, and not have three different writers write each episode. Yeah, I and mean, yeah, then that that's sort of it's it's disjointed because they're not writing. You presume what they want to write, mm. and they're not probably doing it as ultimately as Moffitt, uh, Moffitt would have done, or one writer would have done, yeah, all the way through. Well, I suppose you could say it's almost like a failed experiment, really. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, yeah. I think I think I, think I just, I could just, I could just yeah. sum it up like that, really. I think this is just a failed yeah. experiment. Um, yeah. And that's what, that's what they learn from so, it, you know. Yeah, what, like the monks do. Yeah, <laughs> or not. <laughs> we're going to get another one starting next week. <laughs> oh, crikey. Can, uh, can I take this one and lock? Can I take these three and lock them in a vault somewhere? Yeah. 
<laughs> so that, that's how all their descendants don't get away. Well, do you know what, though? I think the thing is, um, one final thing, I think when I come to buy us on DVD, I don't really think it'll make a lick of difference if you skip these two episodes. Well, as, as far as we know. Yeah. Yeah. At, at the moment, it wouldn't make a lick of difference, uh, apart from the Missy bit, obviously. But um, yeah. that's it. You know, it's sort of. I don't I, I, no, I'm, I'm, I think I'm being a bit a bit too down on this now. Actually, I, th- I think I need to stop. I need to stop. We need to step away and come back six months later. Though. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, I've joined the dark side. <laughs> that's how much you love it. Exactly. And how, and how we should all love it. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> From, from your twenty-four-inch TV, <laughs> cathode ray tube, of course. <laughs> oh God! Right, so yeah, let's leave that there. So, um, so anybody, thanks everybody who wrote in uh, this week. Please keep your feedback coming in. So we do enjoy reading it. It, it does sort of inform our discussion as well. So, um, yes. pl- you know, please, please do keep sending it. It's very, very much appreciated. I'm not, so- I'm not sure if we influence you or you influence us. <laughs> We all seem to have been roughly on the same page, though. So. We have, we have, haven't we? But um, no, I don't know. I think we've, we've, had a, we've, we've sort of disagreed in some things, haven't we? Yeah, we've enjoyed things where, where others haven't. So yeah, um, yeah. But th- that's that's the whole thing. That's why we ask for everyone's feedback because it's variety. We mm. can't we can't all enjoy or all dislike the same thing. So there we go. Oh yes, and we love variety, don't we? Oh, we, we do love variety. We, we can't beat the stage. <laughs> Ah, oh, the lights, the grease paint. God, how I love the business. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, on that note. So we'll be back next week when we uh, review the Return of the Ice Warriors and the Empress of Mars. Yes. So, yes, looking forward to that it's, one. It's a long time since people have been looking forward to the Mark Gators episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I'm looking. That's, the, the, that's, actually, that's actually the review of these two episodes, isn't it? Well, this was well, <laughs> they, they are such that we're now looking forward. Indeed, I think that's uh, again damning the faint praise. But um, no, I, I think that this to me at the moment this looks to be um, Mark Gatiss's thing, Victoriana, yes. and the Ice Warriors again. So I, th- I think I think I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I hope I'm not disappointed next week. That's all I'm going to say. So, we'll be back next week with our review of that. So, until then, it is goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Who's He podcast.